Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, Bob's and Dads. Adventures in Collecting is about toys, but it might not be for your children. Especially if you don't like words like f**k or sh**. Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting Podcast! <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adventures, Adventures in, in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Are those bubbles I hear? Yes, Dave. We are back in the lab, uh, <laughs> cooking up another another Halloween adventure because uh, it is uh, it is Halloween week. So this this is this is the big week, boys and girls. And and uh, and you know I'm I'm hearing that uh, that Halloween three the the season <laughs> the season of the witch the do 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 it's uh it's in my brain. Yeah, it's uh, we are seven days away from Halloween at this point. So. Happy Halloween, Dave. We are. And uh, and we have a guest with us. Yeah, we do. I mean, that's I, it's just assumed at this point. <laughs> yes, but joining us uh, to to celebrate Halloween once again, uh, other Dave, D- Dave Potosnak, Dave P. Welcome back to Adventures in Collecting, buddy. Bubble, bubble, and toilet trouble. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Uh, D- Dave, uh, not much, man. Uh, Dave, of course, is uh, is also of uh, Calling All Creeps, rest in peace, uh, and and local dive bar. So we got another toy maker back on the show. It is it is truly Halloween themed. We're celebrating a departed podcast. Well, Matt and I have to meet up for a friend's wedding at the end of October. So who knows? Maybe we'll throw something out there for for people so stay tuned to, to calling all creeps but yeah i haunt this podcast every october time the <laughs> leaves change and i uh slide in those dms the leaves the leaves turn the color of your your fine auburn hair and and they call you to be be on the show and much like Only- recently they fall from the trees <laughs> and you Only- look into keeps only this season they're dread messages. <laughs> Just as long as you're you're not here to burgle anybody's turts. That's that's all that's all all I care about. Just looking for a good name for a frog, my friend. <laughs> Dave uh Dave, this is over the garden wall references that uh if you haven't watched over the garden wall, if anybody out there, if you're looking for some did, good Halloween content. Did over my the expression wall, give that away? Yes, yes, it okay. did. By far That's... the best fall anything 
to get you in the mood. You still have some time to watch this. Just get a warm glass of anything. Actually, there's a lot of bad warm things. Like a mug of chili would be bad for this, but you know, like get yourself a fall drink, sit down, cuddle up with the people you love. And I believe it's on Hulu? It is. And a couple other places. It is, I think it won an Emmy. It is a beautiful, it can't be more than like two hours worth of animated fall goodness. Yeah, Elijah Wood, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, I think John is John Cleese in it. I think so. Yeah, John Cleese is in it. Yeah, there's there's a ton of really really great voice actors that are in it, um, and just actors in general. Uh, yeah, hi- highly highly recommend. Great great soundtrack too. Awesome music in it. Yeah. Um. So speaking of uh of of the spooky things and the things that go bump in the night. On today's episode, we're gonna be diving into the history of uh of one of the most spooky or or haunted uh toys of all time which is the uh the Ouija board but before we take a dive into um into the history of of said talking board let's do a quick little little halls recap because it's been it's been a, a while since we've done it so uh let's let's talk about just some of the things that we've been picking up lately you know as we we head into the holiday season and you know we deal with all of kind of the shipping crisis things that are going on um if you guys, uh, one of you guys want to start, why don't we let our guests start? Dave, Dave, would you, Dave, other Dave, would you like to go first? I'd love to. I've compiled a list from the last time I was on. Uh, oh my God. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you call it a shipping crisis. I call it a shipping delight because I pre order so many things and then ta da, something shows up and I can tell my lovely fiance, um, Oh, I paid for this forever ago. It's not <laughs> pre-wedding planning and whatnot. It's just a, a great thing that my good buddy sent me months later for me to enjoy. Um, but a lot of fun things have come in in a huge, diverse range of, of what they are. Um, started reading this manga, and it's truly ruined my life. But I did get the Figma Band of the Hawk Guts repaint. Um, you know... For early Berserk, if people who haven't read, so before my soul was thoroughly crushed and ruined, um, I have my Super 7 Turtles Wave 3, uh, one of my absolute favorite Turtles waves coming out right now. I do have some of the NECA, um, but you kind of see there's there's the, the video games, the cartoons, the movies, but Super 7 just hits home with those Playmates figures and all of the Easter eggs there, so I'm loving those so much, and any Michelangelo with a real chain. It's just, it's what you wanted as a kid. And just those generic heads and, and bebop. Who's probably my figure of the year, um, gets a rock steady now. So it's good to have them up on the shelf. Uh, Pokemon select Greninja was able to find him. Thanks to, um, shout out to the links in the adventures in collecting Instagram bio, um, was able to get that incredible figures. These are the figures I would have killed for as a kid. Um, Greninja didn't exist then, but so happy to add him to my collection and very excited to start hunting for that Articuno. Um, on top of that, because I do way too much Pokemon stuff, had to get the Moncel, which I believe is Tommy Gigantamax Pikachu. Um, it's just a big fat Pikachu. He's just got a big <laughs> ass and he's ready to party. He's got red clouds around his head. It's a lot of fun. Um, couldn't pass up on that. 
I got uh, pre-ordered some Bodega stuff over at Super 7 as well. Always love that. Um, the Ultimate McCready, because oh, yeah. I am a huge Kurt Russell fan. NECA, I know you're listening to this. I, I know you're already planning your Big Trouble in Little China figures, which you can just send directly to me. <laughs> which uh, which McCready did you get? Did you get the one with the flamethrower or yes. the, the first one? Flamethrower. Okay. But actually, both. <laughs> but the <laughs> ultimate is the one with the flamethrower. The other one's going to stay in the box because that's one of the greatest horror movie posters of all time. Um, and it's holographic and beautiful. But... uh also, if you're a Big Trouble in Little China fan, I don't know if you guys listened to another uh, recommendation, Blank Check. Yes. Have you guys ever listened? They great, just did a, a, a three-hour Big Trouble in Little China podcast with uh, the guys from How Did This Get Made? Oh, okay. no way. Okay. Yeah. And you learn stuff like how Walt Disney's final words were Kurt Russell. So uh, more about that on that podcast, but NECA, you can call me. I'll tell you everything to do, and I'll, I'll be real nice about it. Just want some big trouble figures. Um, and then on top of that, Lego stunts. I saw your your reels uh, and your your stories. Those uh, when the press release came out for those uh, those stunts, it seemed really cool, like the mechanism. But like uh, watching you let them rip on like carpet was wild. I love stunts. It's just a thing. I'm a man with a passion for stunts. So when Lego comes out with something that says stunts and there's a Z in it, you know I got to go to Target and spend 60 to $70 on a whole bunch of them. And for the most part, they all are super durable and they can fly. Like the flywheel is that same technology you had as a kid. Not mm-hmm. like the pullback and let it go, but like the push forward and rev it up. But like mm. it's got some get up and go. Um, only thing I can say t- that I do not recommend is when you're jumping actual fire and candles. If the flywheel gets stuck into a candle that's been on for an hour, it's a t- it's a little bit to get all the wax out. But once it's out, that baby's ready to jump real flames again. Awesome. Yeah, those those videos you posted were uh, were, were excellent. I, I was getting a little FOMO about them I, I was on on the fence of whether or not i i needed them because i don't really dabble too much in lego but uh i can i can easily buy them for my daughter and we could play with them together i'll buy her candles and lighters so we can play it the right way no i'm very excited you're gonna see way more uh lego stunts i got a werewolf now that's riding my bike he just he is no he's a he's a devil may care attitude he's ready to fly <laughs> those are my pickups uh, that's awesome uh dave do you want to go last or would you like me to me go me to go last um doesn't matter if you want to go first all right so uh i of course have just been continuing the the uh the marvel legends collection i have um i'm currently staring at six seven eight eight boxes of Eternals figures that I need to open. Um, the whole wave plus the build a figure plus the deluxe figure crow. Um, I have Selma Hayek's Ajax uh, pre-ordered, but she is starting to hit Walmart's now uh, as of the recording of this podcast, which is uh, the end of October, right? Um, yeah, they're, they're hitting in like an end cap and an Eternals end cap. Of course, she's a Walmart exclusive. So um, I will be hunting her. So that way I don't have to wait for, 
the inevitable delayed shipment. Um, Walmart's been really good about not canceling uh, items like they were a little little ways ago. They just keep delaying things. So if I can get her uh, in person and avoid waiting until 2022 to have her, that would be amazing. So um, definitely keeping an eye out for her. Uh, I've been picking up like way more wrestling figures than I thought I was going to be picking up. Like a lot more. Um, AW, WWE, just uh, the, I, I've been watching so much wrestling on TV, man. It's just I, I, I blame both my brother and how good the toys have been. Um, yeah, there's so much wrestling. I've, I've, I've been going back on Mercari and buying some older wrestlers uh, that I wanted. Uh, I just picked up uh, the Matt Hardy because um, I picked up the Jeff Hardy and Triple H two pack. The, the elite two pack, which is awesome. Um, with the, the that, uh, was at the intercontinental title they come with, but it's awesome because Jeff comes with the tank top, the like purple and green Hardy boys tank top, the basketball Jersey. Yeah. yeah, yeah the basketball Jersey that Matt Hardy is actually wearing, um, when he like accompanies him to the ring. So I'm currently looking at my, my jazz wears, like current Matt Hardy rocking the basketball jersey standing next to Jeff Hardy and like my brain is just thinking like oh wouldn't it be awesome if like they got one more chance to to like tag together brotherly um, love brotherly love but uh yeah I, I i speaking of mercari i i grabbed the um the Budios uh new day three pack from a couple of years ago i got a really good deal on it i think i actually paid under what it was retailing um and it was new in box, so was uh, was happy to have uh, add the three of those. Uh, real um, quick, anybody watch yeah. the Undertaker New Day Netflix special? I have not yet. I haven't yet. I'm I excited. want to. I want to because it's like a choose your own adventure. It's like uh, it's like Bandersnatch was. Yeah, Bandersnatch got them ready, and I think that was just a throwaway so that they could truly do New Day goes to Undertaker's house. What, what's what's the what's the saying? Um, Bandersnatch walked so the Undertaker and New Day could run, so they could booty dance, <laughs> so they could twerk. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, I'm really excited to watch that. Um, Maddie's actually excited to watch it too because the Undertaker is like her her favorite. She calls him the Underwear Taker. I I don't know where it came from. <laughs> very funny, but she's the <laughs> under, he's the Underwear Taker. Um, and then the other thing that I got was. Um, I was able to get the uh, the NECA Casey Jones, the, the new one, the new ultimate uh, with the the uh, the unmasked head. And uh, I picked up two of the new uh, Hasbro Fortnite figures. So I have uh, Shadow Meowsles with the, the bench press gear and uh, and I have um, uh, Ripley, which is, uh, you know, a figure I was really hoping to get. I, I honestly... I don't know what I'm going to do with the six inch Fortnite figures going forward. I grabbed these two Hasbro ones cause they were, they were ones that I really, really wanted. Um, you know, was hoping to get from, from the Jazzwares legendary series run. Um, I have not opened them yet. I'm sure they're great. You know, ha- Hasbro always does a really great job. I just don't know if I'm going to kind of continue with the line going forward. Um, especially with the, the, uh, the knowledge that they're working on that kind of micro micro mask uh, inspired line that we've, we've mentioned several times on the show. So I, uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm going to open these and, you know, I'll, I'll kind of fall back in love with the figures again. And, you know, they'll scale really well with the other stuff that, that uh, Jazzverse has put out in the past. Well, we'll see what happens. But those are my uh, my main pickups. I'm trying to think of what I got. I've got a lot lately. Um, I got the latest wave of the Marvel Legends 375s. Nice. Um, picked up that whole wave. Um, got a couple of them unpunched actually too, which is which is pretty fun, um, especially considering I'm I'm going to be opening them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny when I found the when I found some of them unpunched uh, at Target that one day. I was like, man, it's a shame that <laughs> I'm picking these up for Dave because he's 100% opening them, and the cards are like beautiful. Just makes it hurt yeah, more uh, when you do it. I'm going to try to find a way to like at least preserve the art on the card. You could you um, could easily razor razor them off, yeah, razor thinking. the bubbles off. I've done that with a couple of the reaction figures yeah. of uh, the art that I like, and they're fun open. Like they're they're super cool to have, and the hand feel on them it's just so nice. Yeah, um, friend of the podcast Khalil from Caster's Corner, um, received a, a box from him today. Um, he found for me a couple of the uh, Heroes Unite Spin Masters. Um, but a couple of like the harder to find ones and found them at, at retail, which is under retail, pretty under retail, which is pretty wild. Um, it was the, uh, chase gold, Superman, uh, wonder woman, gorilla grod and the chase reverse flash. So, wow. Thank you, Khalil. Um, trying to think, Oh, here's a good one that I got. Um, I have the super seven, um, ultimates ghost Papa emeritus one. Um, that finally arrived. Very much looking forward to opening that. Yeah, I'm 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 suffering some FOMO on that one. I didn't order it from Super Seven, so I, I have a I have a notification set up for Sure Thing Toys for when they uh when they get it in stock because they have it for uh it was what fifty 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 five or something like that. Um, they have it for like retail price with free shipping, so I have a. Wow. Uh, I have a notification set up for when they get it in stock, and I might pull the trigger on that one. I don't yeah, listen to. An, I, was, I don't listen to Im- Ghost, but it's awesome. That's such a nice. That figure. was an immediate, you know, right yeah. away order for me. Um, you know, I got a couple pops, a um, couple of the new Grogu's, the uh, Target exclusive uh, Gizmo with the three D glasses. And isn't um, that one flocked? I believe it is flocked. Um. I think the GameStop exclusive Triple H arrived. Um so a couple of uh couple of fun pops. Um but mostly that's that's it. Uh last thing I'll say, um got it from Ringside Ringside Collectibles. Use uh discount code AIC to save ten percent. Um the Series seven AEW unrivaled figures. That was kind of the last thing that came, the last big thing that came. Yeah. Oh, I feel like the other thing that we need to mention, you know, just while we're talking about halls, we speaking of AEW, um, we we found the uh, the the Chase Cody. Oh yeah, that is that is here too. Yeah. So that was that was wild. Um, I could imagine know, to to kind of just give a a really quick rundown. And again, I I don't know if this is how it works at Walmart's, you know, all over the country, but here in New Jersey. Um, there aren't many 24-hour Walmarts in our area, if if there are at all. I think there's only one. Um, but the the Walmart that is closest to me, 
Um, they close at 11 every night. And from about 9.30 on, they start rolling out the, the pallets to kind of restock while the store is closed. And um, a couple of us uh, local collectors have, have called it uh, pallet diving recently. But um, basically, if you show up at 9.30, uh, you know, 9.30 on, um, the pallets are out and there's stuff in there that never sees shelves because if, if you know, um, you're not getting to it, whoever is stocking the shelves is getting to it or whoever is getting there first thing in the morning is getting to it. But, but either way it goes, it is, it, it, it does not really get to live on the pegs. And, um, I found unopened cases of unrivaled figures and I opened them just, you know, I knew Dave was caught up and they didn't have any of the, you know, it wasn't any of the waves that I was looking for, um, at the time, but, uh, I popped open one of the cases and sure enough, chase Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and I, it's the first time I've, you know, either of us have seen a chase in person. And, uh, I have to say, like, I, I talk about adrenaline. My heart was racing. Cause I mean, it's, it's what one of it's the one of 1000, right? Wow. Yeah. I think it was the last one of 1000 series. And, um, you know, there are of course, rarer, uh, Jasper's AW figures, you know, the, those, those series. The 500s. Ones. Yeah. The, 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 uh, yeah, the, the 500s and then, you know, just the series one, um, figures are uh, obviously, you know, no longer in production. So those are extremely rare, but it was just, if it, it was surreal to be mm-hmm. holding something that was one of a thousand, like knowing that like, okay, there's, you know, less than 999 of these out there at this point, because, you know, a you've you've seen a couple online. You know, other people have gotten them. You've seen ones that are open. So, um, you know, this was coming straight out of the case. It was crisp. The, um, you know, the 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 card was perfect. And again, you know, he, huge shouts to uh, to Ringside, who sells the 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 awesome uh, figure defenders, the case defenders for for the line. So, you know, we were able to secure him up pretty quickly. Uh, beautiful figure it's honestly it's a damn shame that it's so rare because uh it is a gorgeous figure it's got a great soft goods design shirt in there um the the orange deco on his pants is is fantastic and technically it's the first appearance of the neck tattoo right that's uh yeah before the before the the ringside exclusive tnt one and what a neck Um, tattoo it is boy is it it is it is there um yeah, but it, it, it super cool figure, and it was an awesome experience. And uh, you know, I've I've met some really uh, other really cool collectors. You know, uh, that some of the nights going in there, lots of uh, Hot Wheels collectors. I've had a lot of conversations about Hot Wheels, which is something that's just like you know beyond me. Um, but uh, met some really cool collectors who you know do similar, you know, have kind of a similar tactic in the area, as well as a couple of like the late night Walmart employees that are. Um, seem to at least again in this area they're much more willing to help uh you know they they see they see you kind of like poking and like looking around in the pallets and they walk over and they're like hey you're looking for anything in particular and they actually pull out the device and they'll like scan barcodes for you and be like nah it's not in the pallets tonight but you know we have a couple coming you know come back in two nights or nice. you know they'll tell you like uh you know, why don't you check this store? This store usually gets stuff a day before we do, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's been overall, it's been a very, very positive experience and has had some really nice yields. Um, you know, I was also able to get the entire, uh, the entire wave of the, um, the, uh, Spider-Man no way home figures. I was able to hook Craig up with the ones that he was looking for. Dr. Johnny with the, uh, the build a figure pieces. So 
um, you know, I've had some some good yields doing those those palette dives. So, yeah, I could imagine how much like thinking about my adrenaline spike when I saw that um, standee for AEW and UFC over a year ago when that series one came out. And I, I just saw that getting wheeled out and like basically like was here you go. You can grab what you want. And I was like, whoa. Um, so I can imagine what you were feeling when you saw that. Um, yeah, that's 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 something bananas. Um, so we, we mentioned at the top that uh, that Dave, outside of being a uh, a, a fellow podcaster. Um, oh, we didn't mention daycare dittos, Dave. Yes. Uh, also, also of daycare dittos for you Pokemon fans out there. Um Daycare Dittos dives into a, a a Pokemon every week. So or or an evolutionary, right? Like yeah. you, you do the whole, We're the whole like, every, evolutionary line. every Pokemon from one on. So uh, we um, just so, Yeah. We you just did Grime Yes, Grimer and Muck. We just yeah. did yes. I don't know when this is coming out. Last week. Last week. <laughs> we did it last week. Next week, don't know. Haven't done the research yet, but it sure is a Pokemon. But uh, but outside of doing your your awesome Pokemon podcast, uh, Daycare Dittos, which you should totally check out if uh, if you are into Pokemon, um, uh, you are also a toy maker, and you have a little you have a little indie line called the Local Die Bar. I do. So, do you have any? Uh, I'm I'm staring at my my four Local Die Bar figures right now. Do do you have a uh, any new ones planned? Any new ones in the works? So, there's been a couple different things. A lot's been on hold with different events um the world being the way it is and kind of a restructuring in a way of like what i want to do going forward um so there's been a few we did a bootleg toy show in somerville uh with thanks to lou morgue of critical hit tattoos uh playful gorilla a couple other people were there it was it was a lot of fun um and just kind of like seeing the bootleg toy world is like a one-off kind of like art piece thing was what I originally got started in when I was collecting. So it's something I'm looking forward to. Um, so there's a couple new things on the horizon and new projects, bigger things planned, but because it's the spooky season for Halloween, um, spooky season feels like the non-denominational Halloween. It's just like, Oh, you don't celebrate Halloween. We'll say spooky season. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's the happy holidays of of Halloween. It's it's the one year of when I, you know, starting all of this. Um, so I, I did do kind of like a repaint what I've learned now. Fresh look at Gilly Idol, who's really the uh, the, the mascot of the line. The man who well, not man, the monster who tends bar at the, the local die bar. Uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon as kind of a grizzled old punk. Um, so new paint carded on an openable, uh, basically like bubble. But for Halloween, um, I always one thing that always bums me out. And this is something I saw a lot growing up as a 90s kid. It takes forever for there to be substantial female characters in toy lines. I feel like if it wasn't based on a cartoon that had the one female character, you never got it. So this Very is a, true. a character that I made. It was supposed to be one of the original releases, but I just didn't know how to sculpt it. 
Um, and funny enough, it's all thanks to Bernie Sanders for this character. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders sat hilariously and changed the internet for a, a couple of months. And I was like, I must sculpt him in the same way that Leonardo DiCaprio needed to draw boobs. Uh, so I sculpted a couple versions of, uh, what I called chili socialist, um, which people have been saying put online. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have a bunch of those figures, um, ready to go, but I've been doing those for live events and they've been pretty popular. It's basically just my little Bernie Sanders. Um, but that taught me how to sculpt for a sitting character. And I wanted something more than just like. You know, I, I haven't tackled articulation, so if it's a, a minifig, it's fun to have them in a pose. So I have a, a witch, uh, the Fleetwood Witch, who is able to sit on your shelf, legs crossed, staring forward, um, for hopefully if you have, like, I'm making a little bar for them. So you need patrons to sit in the stools. So the whole character is the Fleetwood Witch, which is uh, is this... Um, somebody who practices witchcraft. Is this someone to be feared? Is this the local witch in the bar full of monsters? Or is this just the um, Fleetwood Mac fan finding a bar where she won't be bothered for her tattoos or doing something on her own? So <laughs> this character, and because of that, they're all going to be painted a little bit different, different skin tones, greens, purples, different hair. They'll all be a little different and uh, that they find solace at the local dive bar where the monsters keep to themselves and you're safe from the monsters outside. So um, I have that and I have uh, a handful. I'm going to I did uh, R.L. Slime, which was of course, of course you did the gelatinous R.L. Stein character. And there may just be some R.L. Steins that I'm putting out. Oh, okay. I was, always, I was always fighting a cease and desist, but as you know, with uh, calling all creeps, Arl Stein refuses to acknowledge us. So I'm thinking, if this gets his attention, it'd just be nice to talk to him. And I'm thinking I might just mail him <laughs> one as well. I mean, it'd be nice to talk to him through his attorneys. Uh, <laughs> Tim Jacobus, the artist, recently um, spotlighted. He has a, he's a feature in the Weird New Jersey that just came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, you posted about that. So fun fact, when we posted that, we said our boy, Tim Jacobus, we call him Jacobus. It's actually Jacobus, but we've just fallen into it. Uh, it said our boy is featured in this and he messaged us back and he said, uh, thank you so much. Much love from the boy. <laughs> and we said, and what a boy he is and super appreciated fellow Jersey guy. Check out his art. We've gotten a few commissions from him. Good guy, but. That's awesome. But yeah, so uh, it's just creepy.com. Just links to an Etsy. We'll have a, a limited release of a few fun things for Halloween or those who sell, don't celebrate spooky season. And, and of course, you know, we'll we'll have it. Uh, we'll, we'll have it posted uh, on our feed uh, when they when they're announced, when they go live, all that all that good stuff. You know, we'll, we'll definitely share and, and get the word out there because we love we love us some some local dive bar. This is fun. I mean, I'm just trying to I always wanted to make toys all through college. I remember doing like a hardcore Google session of like how to make vinyl figures. Like I had just gotten home from the city. I spent a whole day in Toy Tokyo and the Kid Robot store back when it was there on Prince Street and just wanted to figure out how do I make vinyl figures? 
Um, and the internet is basically like, here's what you can do to try and make them at home, but you will kill everyone. <laughs> like everyone will die. Like it is the most toxic process. And then um, even making resin figures at that time was, was tough to do. You basically needed to go to a Blick or an art specialty to get your smooth on. So, I mean, that's when the suck lords of the world were up and coming and making things. And I think just being able to make figures and my dumb ideas and get them out to people, I was able to actually give a Gilly Idol one of the first waves to Suck Lord and talk to him at one of the local toy shows and was just super just like, you know, I've dreamt about doing this and following you and hanging out at Comic Cons and just basement shows when Toy Tokyo had those later at their new location. But meeting Toy Farce, finding a way to mail a RL Slime to Finland it was, uh, you know, it's it's just about being part of the toy community, wanting to make stuff and just being, you know, just being inspired to make something instead of just sitting and watching Netflix. Today, I sat and watched Netflix and primed figures. So, you know, it's one step more to make me not feel like crap. And <laughs> it's good. Hey. And and you know previous guest on this show, uh, you know Peter Peter Gorl of uh, of Killer Bootlegs fame. I mean that's you know that's how it started for him. You know kit kit bashing and and uh, you know making making molds out of you know his kit bashed figures and then you know ma- making resin versions. You know it's it's just it's it's awesome you know uh, to watch you and uh, and and you know see these these new figures come out and each one is better than the last one. So shout out know. to him too. That episode was huge. Shout out to you guys and him. That episode, I remember driving to my last job, which was not great. And hearing that, a lot of people told me, like, just make the same thing, paint them different, just like spray paint, make a mold, do whatever, and then people will buy them for this much. And you can just put them on a card and just keep putting the same thing out. You'll make a good amount of money. And I was like, I don't really, that's, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And it was one of those things where it's just like, how do you keep, inspired and keep going and that after listening to that episode i think it texted you i'm like i'm ready to run through a wall like um that was like the inspiration i needed do i ever want a comic featured or anything like that or it's not about like how far it'll go or the money it's just like he had a vision and a love of what he did and it just you know it's inspirational and i think now more than ever is the easiest time to be able to make toys and if you're inspired reach out to people. I, I hope speaking of reaching out, I hope you reached out to Peter and I hope you, you let him know. Cause uh, he, he will, he will hear you and he will answer. I will. So, but anybody, so I mean, resin, you can buy resin casting kits at Michael's now. Uh, 3d printers are not as expensive as you think. I learned 3d sculpting to teach kids at my past job with free software and went up from there. There's always, resources at your fingertips now to make just cool stuff. Even if you're making one for yourself or a friend, it's a cool process. And I say, go for it. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys, a traditional mom and pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey. Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at chubsywubsy.com. 
That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. So, uh, speaking of of uh, toys and, and kind of evolution and, you know, uh, and seeing things kind of blossom into something that was maybe not what it was intended to be, uh, maybe something a little bit bigger and better than intended, uh, I feel like now is a good time to transition into our main topic, which is the Ouija board. Yeah. So... In thinking about, you know, we, we had gone back and forth and, and uh, you know, we're kind of thinking about uh, how we wanted to approach Halloween this year, you know, looking at our past topics and things that we've done. Um, I figured this story is kind of interesting because I actually didn't know a lot about the Ouija board. And, and it's just one of those things that's like uh, so present in pop culture, especially, you know, we all enjoy horror films. Um, you know, it's played roles in it's it's been the starring role in in horror films and it's it's been it's played you know pretty big supporting roles in some some big horror films it's but even like, had its own movie yeah uh two, two of them i think and, yeah and it's found its way onto flash sheets across tattoo parlors <laughs> as yeah, well that too it's iconic yeah the the whole thing is is iconic i mean i think people only know what a planchette is because of of ouija I, I you know were it not for that like where the hell else would you use a planchette like I I can't even think of of another use of it um frankly but uh it's like opera glasses for books yeah <laughs> I uh I but it has a super interesting story so in thinking of this topic you know and kind of diving into the the history of the Ouija board um I pulled up some some fun a little fun history so so let's open the figurative uh tome of the internet um big big shouts to time magazine for putting together a wonderful piece about the ouija board uh in which i was able to pull some really interesting facts from so um could we start off with a joke i promise it's not the joke i texted you about ouija boards. <laughs> yeah please don't that too soon that all one right. we'll, we'll just leave that one out okay that one i found on the internet um all right so a group of friends decide to use a Ouija board. So they start off by asking it a few questions. First they say, is, is anyone there? Slowly the planchette moves to yes. They ask, how did you die? And then the planchette spells out a sentence. Some duck killed me. The friends look at each other confused. And they say, you were killed by a duck? The planchette moves slowly and says, sorry, autocorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Must be a recent death. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very recent death. So, uh, Dave, that's actually that joke was a perfect segue to to the the true origin of the Ouija board. So um, not the the Ouija board was not originally invented to be a uh, a game. So um, a product of its times, the the Ouija board um, was actually something that was invented to kind of capitalize on, at the time, uh, the the United States growing fascination with with the spiritualism uh, movement. Um, And and that's not necessarily kind of a, when I say spiritualism, it's it's with a capital S. So it's, it's not like, you know, just kind of the exploration of faith or anything like that. It's um it's actually this movement that uh was connected to 
uh, seances and and uh, and and kind of um, kind of mysticism, right? Uh, so in in upstate New York, which is is not far from us here in New Jersey, uh, the famous the world famous uh, Fox Sisters uh, had recently risen to stardom uh, because they were conducting seances in their their home and they were inviting uh, people in and then eventually went on tour um, and they appeared to communicate with dead. Uh, by asking them kind of simple questions and having them kind of wrap answers on the wall. Um, and while this eventually turned out to be a complete farce, uh, it really kind of kindled this, uh, this feeling in a lot of people um, who, you got to remember, this is, this is the late 1800s. Um, this is, we're, we're talking about the 1880s, 1890s. Uh, and science is still a long way away from where it is now. So there was not a lot of explanation in terms of, uh, you know, when somebody died, you know, there wasn't kind of the preventative medicine that we have today um, for science to explain things. No so podcasts. No podcasts. No, yeah. no stuff you should know. Um, so like sometimes people would just drop dead and there was no explanation. So people didn't have an opportunity to kind of have closure or anything. So these experiences, these seances, while they were <laughs> definitely a little um, opportunistic and, and took people for a ride and took a ton of their money, uh, at the end of the day, they were kind of providing a service to yeah. people where they were, right? Like, <laughs> they were, they were, it's kind of funny, though, that it's, it's like, it's just like, well, grandma died. And then they're like, well, here's Monopoly. <laughs> So, well, well, so so here's the crazy thing, right? So, like prior to that, it was well, grandma died. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get on like a train and like go halfway across the country to see these two sisters, so that way I could tell grandma bye. You know, like is ultimately yeah. what it is. What so, a good business, though. Tell grandma bye. Yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll text her. <laughs> so, uh. What's what's really interesting is the Ouija board, the people that created the Ouija board was like, wait a second, wait a second. Um, don't get on a train. We're going to sell you a thing so you could talk to grandma at home. Because um, <laughs> people were looking for a way to have kind of these similar uh, experiences. Um, and and like I mentioned, you know, science was was not in in a great place at the time, you know, medicine. Um, the average lifespan of a person at the time we're talking about here was only 50 uh so again like you know people people were looking for ways to kind of reach this level of closure kind of cool uh, though short and sweet <laughs> I mean, make the most of your time yeah. right so i guess like a midlife crisis would be i'd be past my midlife crisis that we'd all would be yeah like way past our midlife midlife crisis i definitely hey, had one around then so <laughs> i don't know what that get out your ouija boards <laughs> me, meanwhile uh dave you're knocking on death's door yeah. over there and they know <laughs> just sitting there going like wow 10 years all right let's figure this out it's okay we don't have Madame any Leo medical or scientific issues at this point in our world madam so. leota what do you got for me <laughs> um so uh the first makers of the ouija board this this brings us you know officially into the the end of the 1800s uh it's called the kennard uh novelty company so um originally marketed as the talking board uh was was first made in 1890 so i'm gonna ask you guys a trivia question here um where do you think the name ouija came from or ouija as some people say it uh, it's uh, what how Mario pronounces Luigi's name. He goes, "Oh, Luigi." 
yes, all the way back in 1890, those Sh- Shigeru Miyamoto was was time traveling. Any any <laughs> any other I, guesses? I, I, <laughs> I mean, Dave, I think you got this. Come on, you got this. <laughs> so I would say it's uh, it's the board named itself. Um, that is a hell of a guess, Dave. I, I would say it's not a portmanteau. Yes. So most people think that uh, that that Ouija is a combination of. I think it's. I I, I should have written this part down actually in my notes here. But uh, a combination of of yes, like we, and I think like the German word for yes or something huh. like that. I, it was uh, people people thought it was a combination, you know, a portmanteau of, of those words. But but yes, Dave, you're you're correct. Wait, uh, are you guys saying when its maker sat down to play the board spelled out Ouija following the question, what should we call you? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes, Dave. Um, yeah. So the the the, the uh, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the creators uh, sat down and they said, what should we call you? And uh, and that's that's what they said. The board spelled out and uh, and Ouija. Then uh, they asked, what does it mean? And they said, good luck. Or the board said, good luck. As much as a board can talk. Um, That's well, a cool ghost. <laughs> yeah. Sweet ghost. Hey, Eric, I have a question. Yeah. Would you say that um, the Ouija board was the original influencer? <laughs> you know, uh, Dave, I, I think you're uh, I think you're on to something there. Um, it absolutely, it absolutely was, uh, a, a huge influencer at the time. Cause again, going back to the lack of kind of science, um, it's weird to think that in the, in the 1890s and early 1900s, this was still like an issue, but, uh, you know, over the past, you know, uh, was it like hundred something years, right? Um, the, the board, uh, has been considered to be, uh, one of, one of the first influencers, uh, people have claimed that it was the reason they joined the military, the reason they took job interviews. And there was even some famous poetry that was created. Um, and again, this is one person. So I, th- I think a lot of people, when they think about Ouija, or at least I do, I don't know, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, if you guys think otherwise, but like, I always think of like a group of people with like, they all kind of have their hands on it and it starts moving around the board. But uh, a lot of these instances, like back in the day, people were using this like by themselves, just <laughs> one person with their hand on the planchette asking questions and like letting the thing move around. Um, uh, I, I know the signature term coined by Time Magazine for that is a bunch of liars. <laughs> <laughs> but right? it's just- yeah, it always reminds me of the commercial. I'm not moving it. Well, who's moving? Yeah. It? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. yep. I, but to be fair, if I was going to join the armed forces, I would rather the Ouija board tell me to do it than like the three doors down song at before the movie plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. It's, it's pretty fair. cool. And now a word from our sponsors. And now back to the show. So, uh, just about uh you know so the, so the board kind of had this this kind of uh, existence where it was kind of this uh parlor trick right it was a it was a thing that just kind of existed it was innocuous it was kind of innocent it was just a way for people to kind of deal with things and then it kind of became gamified a little bit um but uh later on uh in the in the 60s parker brothers uh acquired ouija 
And um, just about a decade after they they acquired it, um, the harmlessness of the Ouija disappeared for forever, literally. Uh, When in 1973, uh, it was used as a pathway uh, to possession in the movie The Exorcist. Uh, it, It let Captain Howdy in. Pazuzu. Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of The Exorcist? <laughs> no, nah, get, bef- get out. Before, no, of Log course off. I have. Before I saw The Exorcist, I actually saw the Dinosaurs episode that is based on The Exorcist when the baby gets sick. <laughs> yes. That was weirdly my first exposure to that movie. You could you could watch that right now on Disney Plus if you so desired. You could I re- don't, but thank it. you. <laughs> Appreciate I tried it. watching the first episode of that show. It, it it's it is weirder than I remember it being as a kid. Very very strange show. Um. So so following The Exorcist, and of course that film was like a global phenomenon. You know, people were storming out of theaters. People were like losing their minds over it. Um. Overnight, the uh, the board game uh, suddenly became associated with demonic possession. Um. And you know, here we are 50 years, uh, you know, later, um, the board is still banned in many places. Uh, people have like ceremonial burnings of, of the board along with like, you know, uh, copies of like, you know, demonic or satanic texts. Um, it, (laughs) that, that very, very fictional, not real film, (laughs) um, really kind of changed the trajectory of that board for the rest of its, uh, its existence. But that, so I wanted to say that that stopped. People aren't burning them as much now, but the trajectory has changed. By any chance, have you checked the Ouija board's Amazon reviews? Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> Have you? Oh, my. So uh, Ouija boards, no matter what website you can buy them on, have a very skewed review. Usually dipping towards the one star. Um, And sometimes you'll get one star reviews that say things like the Bible says not to seek out wizards, soothsayers, sorcerers, spiritists, nor to mess with any form of witchcraft or divination and whole long things about what Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Again, it's nothing religious. (laughs) This board is. Then you get other ones where one star help my son won't stop puking. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of stuff there where it's like, I recently bought this for my eight year old son as a gag gift. Worst mistake of my life. I've never believed in this paranormal uh, activity. So I've decided to be a wholesome gift. Never again. So there's a ton of these. And then every now and then you get some real gems of people that are kind of trying to help out Hasbro, give a five star review, put something fun in there. So you get a Mike. Who wrote a fun game? Get it. Great game. Conjured a few farts. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, or this one's only two stars from LB Taylor, who said, did not give correct lotto numbers. Bumped. Um, Sarah Crow gave five stars and said, uh, bought this for my daughter and she loves it. Has used it to summon so many demons. Well worth the money. <laughs> and then my favorite, which. Um, I don't know how to pronounce their name, so I'll just say uh, it's five stars. Title is Makes Jerks Disappear. Got this as a gag gift for my jerk family member. They didn't want to take it home. I hid it inside their house. Now they hate me and blocked me. So I guess this product works great. <laughs> Perfect. 
Bravo. If you ever Bravo. want to go through a crazy chain, Amazon Ouija board comment section. You know, it, it's uh, I never I didn't even think to look at that. That that's such a, a an amazing move. Thank thank you for thank you for for bringing up that part of it because, uh, as you mentioned, uh, it is now Hasbro's product. So uh, mm-hmm. Hasbro bought Par- Parker Brothers in the nineties, um, and they continued to produce the the Ouija board, and they they continue to produce it to this day. As as you you just read on Amazon, you could go and buy one. It's like twenty bucks, um, and uh, and of course most recently. Uh, the board can be seen as the focal point of the horror film series uh, Ouija and Ouija Origin of Evil. Uh, have you guys seen either of those? I have. I have not seen the Ouija films. I heard Origin of Evil is actually pretty good. I've not seen it. I've not seen them though. That might have been a good idea to watch that before <laughs> <laughs> doing this yeah. podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, there, there. I know. I know. Uh, I've heard I've heard similar things about Origin of Evil. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it was it's pretty awesome, man. It was just as good as Battleship. Oh, cl- instant classic! And I I'm, can't wait for the Monopoly movie. I was just gonna say, looking forward to Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, did, it's that one's coming out after Trouble, I think. I think so. Did you did you see that meme that's been going around? It's an actual sign at a Starbucks that is banning Ouija boards from the cafe. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that was going around online where somebody put up like it's like a definitely made on word on the back computer, like no Ouija boards allowed in the cafe. That's and, funny. And people are just like, what happened here? <laughs> so so lastly, uh, before we kind of wrap up here, uh, how does it work? So how does the Ouija board work? Um, so, of course, you have people that believe that it's conjuring spirits and the spirits are controlling the board and they're talking to you so if that's the route you choose to go then then that's that's your answer um science however says otherwise uh it's something called the ideometer effect um which basically uh, asserts that the planchette requires so little physical interaction to move, like very, very, very minor muscle movements that if you are focusing on one thing um, oftentimes, like just kind of the your general uh, kind of existence will will be slightly, sh- you know, kind of shuttering this thing around. Um, that when you have your hands on it by yourself, or if a group of people all have their hands on it, no one believes uh, that one single person or you know a group of people are actually moving it. That it is some kind of other force. Um, from from what I read in the research is if you are playing this with a group of people, one person tends to be the kind of like alpha mover without realizing that they are that person. So, um, you know, one person will kind of subliminally be moving this thing around or if they're just a straight up jerk, <laughs> just kind yeah. of moving it on their own, right? And, and taking control. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so 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 there you have it. There yeah. is the, uh, the, the history of the Ouija board. And, and like I said, if you, if you just Google... Uh, history of of Ouija. There's a really really good Time Magazine article that goes into so much more detail. But um, you know that that's 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 kind of it. That's where that's where the board comes from. So um, made up spooky origins on a thing that was not intended to be spooky. Just just as a little follow up here, um, the original Ouija film 
um, just known as Ouija. A uh, solid six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Six, like zero, six. like six out of a hundred like, out of ten. Like one, probably, two, right? three, four, five, six. Wow. Okay. Um, Origin of Evil, eighty-two percent. Damn. No way. Um, directed and uh, co-written by Mike Flanagan. Oh. Of, okay. Uh, Doctor Sleep and the haunting shows and. Uh, well, it's like um, a bold move to Midnight make, Mass. Make like a super crappy movie just so your second one looks so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you set the bar real low. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Dave, we we obviously we don't have a um a final question uh this week uh because of of just kind of the topic of the show. But uh, you said that you had an idea in in lieu of said final question. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll still do the voice. So yes, <laughs> let's do let's do an experiment. Um, if everyone's okay with that. So everyone, everyone here, should have received a classic Ouija board via snail mail. We ordered three via Amazon, and I have mine right here. We're all going to open up our Ouija boards and try out a little virtual seance to pull this, to put put this all to rest. So uh, does everyone have their Ouija board? Uh, yep, I you, got mine here. You ordered this on Amazon? Now I know why people are complaining. <laughs> this doesn't. It should be the. Yeah, this should be the newest Hasbro version. But yeah. not like a used uh... one. Did you do like from a seller? No, I I did brand new. This looks old. <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> you never know. But wait, like, is it maybe some kind of like special edition or something? Like this is. Like Bezos from Home special edition. <laughs> I guess it might be a special edition. I know they made a Stranger Things one, but it. I don't see an 11 on it. What about a hopper? No, it's, Is there a hopper? No hopper. <laughs> but it's a Ouija board, right? Like, it has everything that's supposed to be there. The board, board the planchette. Chet, planchette, board. It's a Ouija board, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, good. We, we have it. I got mine open here. Um, <laughs> let's, just ask, let's just ask some questions. All right. This is... Okay. Which version? How do you... How does this one work? Are you guys controlling it? What? I like, put the thing down. No. And it's moving. Like it's I don't see batteries. <laughs> because jokes on you because this is definitely way more money than views you'll get on this episode. <laughs> but I'll play along. Uh play along with what, dude? We're not doing anything. Yeah, there's no batteries. It's magnets. How do they work? <laughs> but it's hold on. It's spelled repeat. All right, it's moving. It just, it's saying the same thing over and over again. Repeat. R-E. Repeat. I am here to stay. I don't know. This is this is this is pretty weird. I am here to stay. Must be a big corn fan. I am here to Dave. You, 
Why, good day, gentlemen. David here. Dave? What happened? I prefer David. But what happened? Why, that's a very long story for another day. More importantly, I must thank you two gentlemen for finally granting me a corporeal form. I've always wanted red hair. Though these cats here are questionable. I've always fancied myself more of a dogman. So much to do. So much to do. Uh, yeah. Hilarious. All right, you got us, Dave. Uh, listen, this makes for terrible radio. Can, can we just play with our Ouija boards now? Oh, sir! One does not play with a Ouija board. Such a powerful tool need not to be trifled with. And got you, you say. Choice words. Choice words. I think I'll be paying you a visit to discuss this further. In the meantime, here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty! Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Boyware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the non-productive network is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.